Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today's podcast is about a young lady named Kaylee Reynolds. I've trained her and her dad for almost two years. Uh, she was involved in a major car accident, and this podcast is about how she overcame some huge obstacles. This kid is a friggin' bad ass. She and her family are some of the nicest people I have gotten the pleasure to know as well. Get ready for a great show because I have her and her dad in the studio. You work on your body every day, pushing it to the limits. And have all the willpower in the world. But you just can't get to the next level. Well, that changes today. This is the Power Building Podcast. This is the Power Building Podcast. If it's physique competitions, powerlifting, sports psychology, or sports nutrition, Chris Marzarella is the quintessential go-to. Unless you want someone to blow smoke. Because trust me, that ain't going to happen. Keeping it real. You're listening to the Power Building Podcast. And this is your host... Chris, Chris Marzarella. Marzarella. All right, so Kaylee, say hello to everybody. Hey, everybody. Kevin. Hello, everyone. Okay. Now, let's get right into it. What was Kaylee, <laughs> what was Kaylee like before the accident? Uh, were you a teenage rebel? Um, <laughs> a little bit more than my parents knew about. A little bit more than my parents knew about. Um... But then they found out when I got into the accident, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I was a leader, though, for sure. I was the captain. That was my nickname. Um, captain Captain Kirk? No, just Capitan. Capitan? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sound like you're the leader of a cartel. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, what was she like? Um, she was very enthusiastic and... Vivacious would be, I think, a word to describe her. She was outgoing, and it was not her real inner self. She had to work hard to be that outgoing, happy um, leader of the group. And she really did become that. um, But she had to work at it. To the point, though, where it became easy. What do you mean you had to work at it? I mean, like, at first, when I was younger, I had to say in my head, okay, Kaylee, go say hi to them. Or or my parents would push me and say, why don't you go say hi? Why don't you go hang out with them? Or, you know, go ask them if they want to do something or just go introduce yourself. So am I hearing that you were an introvert at first? Shy. Yeah, more just shy than an introvert. Well, that's not the, Kay- the Kaylee I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's set the story. You're waking up one morning, and you have breakfast. You're getting ready for school. You're getting your, your Jeep. Yeah. You had a Jeep back then? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're driving in the highway, listening to music, and what happens? Well, it was a little bit different than that, but... Um, Explain. Well, I had woken up in the morning, and my dog, Guinness... Um, wasn't doing so well. So we had to take him to the vet, and, well, Dad took him to the vet, and we had to put him down that morning, and it broke my heart. Not a great day. No. Um, 
So we did that, and then went back home, and... Were you alone in the car? Well, no, you had your first day of school. Yeah, so then I... Back, back to college. Yes, I was back in classes. Uh, Where do you go to school? Where did you go to school? Brookdale okay. Community College. Right. Um, where I'm finishing this December. Very nice. <laughs> um, but, and... So, then I went to class. Um, we went out to dinner that night. Yeah, and... Then after dinner, I talked to my mom and my dad and said, you know what, I don't know if I can sleep at home tonight. Would you mind if I go up to my friend's house or apartment up at Rutgers? Just so so our, our, our dog, who we had put down that morning, slept every night in her bed. Every night. Okay. So she was just more worried about being more upset about being in her bed so yeah she, she, she was gonna being just alone go. in my bed it was i get that yeah i get that um so i was gonna go up to my then friend's apartment in at Rutgers, new brunswick and on my way up there mm-hmm. i well, we don't know what happened yeah we have no idea what happened but what do you mean by that i have no memory of it at all so you just bl- completely blacked out. The entire out. day is blacked out. I okay. don't remember my classes. Apparently, I loved my classes. There was no, there was no um, witness to the accident. Yeah. Somebody apparently s- apparently saw her go off the road and called nine one one, but didn't really stay. They left when the really? police arrived okay. on the scene. So there was no eyewitness, and it was about ten o'clock at night. Yeah, roughly nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. When it happened, mm-hmm. so all we have is basically where the car went off the road and where she ended up. Yeah, because what happened was I went off the road and into the trees on Route 18. Wow. Um, and then I crashed into an overpass. I went into the air off the hill that was in the trees and crashed into the overpass. And did you see the damage or when when you woke up? Nope. No. Nothing. No memories at all. And still, no memories at all of that entire day. And how long were you in a coma? You were in a coma, yes? I was, okay. yeah. How uh, long were you in a coma for? Well, technically, I was only comatose for... About two weeks. Two weeks? A week and a half, two weeks. Um, but I have no memories for roughly three and a half, four months. So you wake... You, let me get this straight. You had a two-week coma. Yeah. Two and a half week coma. You don't have... You don't have any memories for three months. Yeah. From the accident. Yeah. So you don't remember waking up from the coma, I Not assume? the first time, no. What um, do you mean first time? Well, because there were kind of two. There were kind of two um, wake-up moments for me. One was when I actually woke up from the coma, and the second was my first memory post-coma. What was the first memory? <laughs> Um, seeing my aunt, um, who's my mom's best friend, actually, my Aunt Sally. Um, Say hi, Aunt Sally. <laughs> hi, Aunt Sally. Hi, Aunt Sally. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I saw her, and I was just confused, because I was like, why is Aunt Sally here? What's going on? And then I looked around, and I was like, where am I? What the heck is going on? Um... And that was my first memory. 
that is my first memory post coma. And what's um, the second? Not the same day. Um, it was about a month later, I think. So you don't remember anything from that first memory to the second memory? Exactly. Wow. And in between there, you there were like flashes where but you also ruptured the. Yeah, I so in between the first memory and my next memory, I held in a sneeze. Yeah, um, <laughs> and. And you remember that? Not holding in the sneeze. Okay. Um, but I ruptured my dura. Right. So she had a dura mesh put in. better at explaining it. <laughs> she had a dura mesh put in um, from the first craniotomy. So she had a, a depressed skull fracture from the accident. And they had to replace the brain covering. So now that brain covering, as it's healing, she sneezed. But her sneeze, because she held it in, raised her intracranial pressure, which sprung a leak in the mesh that's covering her brain. So, so she I sneezed was, my brains out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. I like that. So then they had to go back in and open her skull up again and replace the mesh again, but they actually um, obliterated her um, sinuses. So I have no frontal sinuses anymore either. So that means you can't smell. Kind of. Well, no, the the smell it's... is because of the other injury. So wait a minute. Time out right there. What? How many injuries have you suffered a lot. <laughs> okay, well, can you give me a laundry list? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I had a, starting from the top, I had a depressed skull fracture, which caused my traumatic brain injury, my TBI. Um, I have no vision out of my right eye. Currently, do you have any vision in the right eye? No, nothing. Okay. Um, and I only have uh, tunnel vision out of my left eye. So I have no peripheral in my left eye because of a stroke that I had a couple days after the accident. You had a stroke? Yeah. Wow. Um, I also had what's called a Lafort three fracture, and that's if you put on a scuba mask or a Mardi Gras mask, everything that the mask touches was broken. So like a scuba gear type of... Like a snorkeling mask? Okay. Just that shape. That whole rim. Yep. Right. Wow. Everything was broken. There's a it was all fractured. And because of that fracture, that severed the nerve that Right. That connects my nose smell. to my brain. Right. Good. One of the cranial nerves. Yeah. Um, and then I also had a dislocated bone in my inner ear, um, which caused me to lose my hearing in my right ear. Um, but I got that back. Um Through a surgery uh, at New York Eye and Ear. Um, and then I also had a broken and dislocated left ulna. Um, and then also, wow. last one, um, oh. <laughs> I also had a bimal fracture of my right ankle. Were you able to walk at all? Um. Not for a little bit. We had to relearn. I had to relearn how to walk. You had, I had to relearn. relearn. I had to relearn how to do so relearn basically how to everything. walk without being able to use her left arm. Yeah. And with a boot on her right foot. Yeah. Did you lose control of your hands, your arms? Kind of. I had a tremor 
in my yeah. arm, my left arm. Um, and I just had to relearn how to do everything. I had to relearn how to feed myself. I, for a while, was still getting swallow tests. That's what it's called, yeah, right? Yeah, a swallow test to make sure that you had an intact gag reflex. So right. So that you wouldn't choke on food and water. Um, and... Walk up and down stairs. Yeah, that's another memory yourself. that I have. Well, learning how to walk up and down the stairs again. Yeah. Kevin, I want to switch over to you. Obviously, as a parent, you had to be shocked and beside yourself. How did you handle everything? I mean, you're a strong guy. I know you. And you tell everybody what you did for a living. I'm a retired New York City detective. And you guys are tough. And I know you. You're a strong man. Um, I can't imagine what was going through your head as a parent. I think through experience, um, we kind of had an idea of what we might need to do. So at the time, it was a matter of um, what do we need to do at our house? Are we going to need wheelchairs and ramps and um, hospital beds? Uh, Will she actually get to the point where she comes home? You know, she could be in a... uh, nursing home for the rest of her life. We don't know at this point. We don't know what her deficits are. We don't know if she'll talk. We don't know if what's degree her brain injury is. Um, one of the things that when we got to rehab that they told us was that if you've seen one brain injury, you've seen one brain injury. Every single one is, is its own animal. It's own, they're different. And how people respond and how people recover is completely individual to each one of them. So we had her and she was still alive. And, you know, we had seen um, that the worst thing is to lose a child. The boy next to me at Penn. Yeah, so the room next to her um, was a, a, a... young, almost the same age as Kaylee, young boy who was on a motorcycle who had a a head-on accident. Somebody swerved in front of the motorcycle and um, he ended up going over the handlebars and had a traumatic brain injury that left him brain dead. And his his parents made the decision to donate his organs. But that's the worst. that's, That's the truly unimaginable, I think. So this was bad, but it's not the worst thing that you could, that you could go through. When it's tough, did, though. <laughs> when, of course it is. When did you know that she was, quote-unquote, in the clear? <laughs> Am I in the clear uh, yet? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe next week. Uh, I think after about, I'd say after about after a year season? and a half, year and a half, two years, we kind of had a, a baseline to work from, that she would still need improvements and still need help with things and she would continue to get better at things um but after after about a year and a half i think year and a half to two years we had a a solid idea of where we were going to be after all the physical therapy um for the first um from uh october she had her first um sets of physical therapy in um jfk medical center in the traumatic brain uh injury unit before I had to go back for my last brain surgery because I sneezed. 
So then it was... The sneeze <laughs> was the, the game, change, game oh, changer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that brought us then back for another month at JFK after that. For, for therapy. <laughs> for yeah. physical, occupational... And um, speech therapy, Speech therapy. Um, because she was... Uh, when you're in the hospital and you're on a ventilator, they will on, they'll only leave you on the ventilator for a, usually about a week most. And, and after that, they um, don't want to have the tube going down your throat. And they um, put the tube into your neck then. Which I have a scar from that. I see it. <laughs> I thought it was a bullet hole. You're so badass. <laughs> well, I mean. Well, you are, but <laughs> that, don't tell anybody that. You didn't hear that, guys. <laughs> so what what kind of adjustments did your family make? I know your wife is a doctor. Mm-hmm. And your brother is your younger brother. Yeah. How did that affect him? How did that affect her? What adjustment did you have to make for her? So uh, we started, when she came home, we started with um, a hospital bed on the first floor. We have a two-floor house. Right. So we, she really couldn't get up and down the stairs easily because she was uh, still using a walker to be able to move around the house because uh, she was still unsteady. With the one arm. And in still, mind, they still yeah. only had one arm. Um, so uh, we had the hospital bed on the first floor um, and, uh, you know, a hospital table, you know, bed table. Um, my son's adjustment was tough. He, he spent about, uh, three to four weeks living with one of his friends so he could go back and get, you know, go to school. How old was he when he, when this happened to you? So he was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, about 16. So it was tough. I mean, it was very tough. Kaylee did not look good. You know, she was, um, she had a machine breathing for her. She had tubes going in and out all over the place. Um, the first two weeks, um, her right eye was swollen shut. Uh, she had this big scar across her forehead, mm-hmm. and then they shaved back half her head, and she had a scar, um, a, an incision line that went from ear, ear to ear, ear across yeah. the top of her head. So My scar is still there. It's just not visible anymore because my hair grew yeah, back. Yeah, still, still badass. <laughs> yeah. But, it, I mean... Pretty scary for, you know, uh, any kid. Sure. Any kid. And, uh, I mean, Stephanie and I kind of had, you know, we've been around hospitals. I've been around a hospital. My mother was a nurse. I've been around a hospital since I was four years old. In, in your job, of, obviously. Yeah, and then, you know, working and seeing injuries. So, um, you know, it gives us a little bit of a, a cushion or a, a, um, a safety. Like, we know what this is. We But... If you've never seen this before, it's pretty hard for the average person to... Even looking at pictures of myself from this time, not easy to look at. Yeah, I've I've seen... I was not a pretty girl. You're a pretty girl regardless. Thank you, but... (laughs) I mean, you hear that voice, guys. She's she's made for this podcasting (laughs) thing. Angel voice. All right, switching back to Kaylee. um, How did life change for you afterwards? Well, I had way more of a left-sided perspective. <laughs> um, Explain. I only have vision out of my left eye now. Okay. Um, I was kidding when I was referring to my left-sided perspective. No, I... Sarcastic. I got it. Yeah. No, she's, she's very sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's also how we knew I was finally back to me, because my sarcasm came back. And I'm able a, to make jokes as out the butt about myself, so it's fine. <laughs> Listen, meatball. We call her meatball because she's got a missing piece of her brain, so we call it meatball. Yeah. A or, little meatball. Or, or is divorce. Or is divorce. 
Where's the voice? Andrew Dice Clay said that years ago. You said that a couple months ago. Oh, yes, I did. Well, I copied it from him. What adjustments did you make in in your life? Um, lots. Um, I don't drive anymore. You have a chauffeur? Yeah. Who? Well, it was my brother when he was still at home. Right. he's away at college. Where's he go to college? Kent State. Ladies, you know where he is. Watch out for him. Stay away. (laughs) He's like a vulture. Yeah. (laughs) He's a good kid. Yeah. Um, lots of just adjustments. Um. Yeah, I mean, I am working with the New Jersey Commission for the Blind now because I need help with reading and doing things around the house, and I use my blind cane now. You have a blind cane? I do, Okay, what is that for? We named him Elmo. What is it? We named him Elmo. Is it orange? No, Elmo's red. Uh, Same thing. No, it's not. Oh, fine, not blue. (sighs) And I heard you went skiing. I did, yes. That was a big, big accomplishment, and I went diving again. Diving? Yes, scuba diving. Kevin, what do you do on the side right now? Uh, well, I'm a scuba <laughs> instructor. You're a sc- did you in- instruct her at all? I ha- never, oh yeah, I did. I did one class for her, but then after I got became an instructor, Kaylee went away and became a scuba instructor as well. Yes. She really loved diving. Um, yeah. Got both my kids into scuba diving um, at a very young age. Kaylee was eight when she started scuba wow. diving. Wow, yep. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I was a... Patty SEAL team member. So uh, the six or eight months before Kaylee's accident, she had gone away and she lived. She lived in uh, Honduras for six months and did her scuba instructor there. Get some cigars down there. (laughs) Um, What else? So you've just learned how to scuba. uh, Yeah, scuba. I didn't learn. Well, you relearned. Yes. Yeah. I I went back in. With a retired uh, Navy captain. Wow. Um, sub-captain, yeah. Um, because he had a group for disabled vets that he worked on with them to teach them how to scuba dive and to get them back in the water. And he was up in Pennsylvania uh, with a student. And I went diving with him and my dad. When he was up here, what did last it feel like? September, last August, something like that. Yeah, uh, Je- it was Jeff, incredible. I Jeff, felt like I was back to me again. Yeah, Jeff well, was interested in, in in the perspective and trying to see about um, Kaylee, not being a, a military person, but being yeah. a person who has a traumatic brain injury, but who was already a scuba instructor. Yeah, and the idea of seeing about the possibility of a scuba instructor who's got a TBI. Than potentially with working with um, with vets. So you're scuba diving yes. and you're playing golf again because yes, you I love am. to golf. Yes. I've seen you golf. <laughs> I've seen videos of yeah. you golfing and you're skiing. What else? Yes. What's on the agenda this year? You're gonna, uh, Graduating from Brookdale finally. <laughs> good. And what are you going to major in? Uh, political science. Ooh. Yeah. Do you care to share your political party favor? favor? Oh, uh, I mean. I'm right, obviously. I'm, women are always right. Come on. You're right. You're, you're Republican? Are yes, you? Yes. Oh, okay. Kevin, what are you? Uh, I'm conservative. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Guys, you know I'm a Republican, so <laughs> let's just not dance around that. Um, 
what did life did life stop for you or well did it change well obviously <laughs> what what, do you, what adjustment let me rephrase that what adjustments are you making now that you couldn't do in the past hmm well in the past three years mm-hmm. I'm now taking full course loads again okay um, and making Dean's list for the first time. Yay! <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have any? Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, you, you last semester you took a full, you know, f- full 12 credits, so you're a full-time student. Yeah. Um, the plan is for next semester, because you only need a couple spring, of classes yeah. to finish your, um, your associates to lock that in, and looking f- for the next college, either... Uh, Monmouth University, potentially, or we were also looking at Jersey City University. That was um, my alma mater. Is it? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, they they huh. they have a, a building on yeah. Fort Monmouth that they've had. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't but know that. it's yeah. it's it question just it's questioned in the last year and a half. Wow. Uh, three or four. Three yeah. years. Three years. Yeah. But it's questionable whether or not they're going to maintain that. So yeah. that's kind of because they're going through a tough period with the whole financial aspect right now. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, do you have a different perspective on life? Do you think this is a calling, a blessing of sorts? Yes, yes. and Why? Yes, kind of. Um, I have a different perspective because, well, like I said earlier, it's mainly a left perspective now, but um, I mean, I just value life in a different way. And a lot more. Um, I see life as a lot more fragile now. You are not fragile. No, but no. life can be. You, for sure. And I'm not saying I have to, you know, tiptoe around my life and be handled with kid gloves or anything like that. I mean, you still got to grab life by the balls once in a while. Oh, yeah. English, but... That's my talk. <laughs> but, I mean... I think a good example is that no matter where you are, if Kaylee hears you sneeze... <laughs> she, she yells out, "God bless you!" And she's like, you could she's be like out, your mom." You could be outside. You could be in the basement. You <laughs> sneeze, and all of a sudden, deep in the distance, you'll hear, "God bless you." <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I've I worked know it's on it. True. I've worked on it recently, though. I don't yell it from my room to downstairs in the kitchen anymore. But I do still think it. And I think say it's, it an, quietly. it's it's just it's an expression of your position where any sure. yeah. it, it, it always always leave with i love you yeah uh yeah yeah that is pretty important to me too absolutely cuz i mean you never know when yeah you know that for a fact I, yeah i really really do wow all right let's let's do some fun stuff now we're going to do <laughs> rapid fire questions oh okay which celebrity or athlete would you like to meet and why tiger woods because why? He went through a really bad car accident too, and he's come back from hell. So you're a uh, your big fan kind of thing. Is that your fan yeah. thing? Yeah, I think oh. one of them. Yeah, for sure. Mine's Charlie's there on. Yeah, I know. You know That's know, a different everybody reason. Everybody knows. That's a different reason. What questions would you like to ask him? Hmm. Um. Would you do anything different? In terms of? In terms of 
life. The day of the accident, how your recovery is going, everything, just in general. Kevin, what about you? What would you, what would you like to meet? And what questions would you like to ask? Do they have to be alive? I don't no. care. No. Heck no. Um, I think I'd like to talk to Ronald Reagan. Hell yeah. And why is that? I think he's, I think one, I think Reagan was a great conversationalist. I think he was one of the, one of the best speakers probably of the uh, 20th century. Um, He had a sense of humor, but he had a real perspective on life and the world to say, work hard, take care of yourself, and other things will take care of themselves. Ooh, that was that's deep. Yeah, a little bit. You're a deep guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite food, Kaylee? Sushi. Sushi. What kind of sushi is that? Well, I mean, if I got to pick, either lionfish or um, shrimp tempura. I like shrimp tempura. Yep. Kevin. Yeah, fish of almost any kind. Yeah. Uh, raw, cooked, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Tuna. Love tuna. Especially love, Toro. Uh, yep. Fatty, I'm a big Bronzino fan. Bronzino's very Grilled. Yeah. Gotta be grilled and with tons of lemon on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next. What's your bucket list steps? Yeah. I'm going to edit that out. No, I'm not. Bucket list trip destination. <sighs> um... I don't know. I've been to most of my bucket list spots already. Um, you ever been to St. Martin? Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. That was my honeymoon. I was just going to say, throw that out there. Cozumel? The Maldives. Great Barrier. Yeah, and the Great Barrier Reef. Got to go see that at at least once in my life. Kevin? I think diving in the Galapagos. I want to go see the Sistine Chapel. Uh, Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Mount Vesuvius, that kind of thing. Oh, well, also... My mom has been promising me since I woke up from the coma that we're going to go to Paris. Ooh. So. Like a mother-daughter kind of thing? Or are you going, Kevin? Um, no, but I think it's just going to be. I, yeah. I have no interest. It's I, more of a girl's trip, I think. I'd like to visit France. But not Paris. I do see. want to go to see Paris. Yeah, there's a couple of things I'd see in Paris, but I don't want to yeah. stay in Paris. It's filled with Parisians. <laughs> French, I don't mind. Parisians, not so much. Parisians tend not to like Americans too much. Yeah, I don't like anybody, so... We're Plus, a little likewise. rude, so I mean, there's that. Plus, I think I think we'd have to take separate trips to Paris, because I'd want to go sure. see the battlefields yeah. of World War One and wow, the cemeteries. Yeah. Yeah. And Mama doesn't really want to see any of that, so... Nobody wants to see that but me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the Louvre. I'm a yeah, big Louvre. fan. Yeah, I want to see that, too. Uh, what is your favorite sport? I know the answer to this, <laughs> but I want everybody to know. Does diving count as a sport? Sure. Sure. So I, I was going to say golf. That's scuba. what I. Yeah, I mean scuba, scuba diving. Sport. I think. Kevin. Yeah, definitely scuba diving. I'm an MMA fan. Yes. Big time. Yeah. And professional wrestling, even though it's really not a sport, I enjoyed the Attitude Era of the 1990s. Right. Yeah. You, lo- you love DDP. But yeah. it's, a- it's athletic. That's right. It's a, oh, it may yeah. not be a sport, but it's athletic. It's yes. very athletic. Very athletic. Those For guys sure. take a kick in the ass every night. Yeah. yeah. What object do you value most in life? Um, my family. That's not an object. 
But I'll take that answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> Kevin? My family. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, my, my wife, my I granddaughter, mean, maybe my, my son. Di- maybe my dive gear after that. Thanks. Yeah, nice. <laughs> after that. <laughs> my, uh-huh. my gaming PC. That's a big one on me because I built it. Yeah. Um, last question. I'm going to okay. ask both of you. Any advice for the 21-year-old Kaylee? <laughs> She's laughing, guys. Uh, Don't do drugs. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. yeah. You hear that? Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan didn't say it. She said it. <laughs> Take it from the from the source. Uh, yeah. It's, oh my goodness! Don't mess around with drugs. Even I mean, weed is still a drug, even though it's legal now in quotes because it's. But just don't. I'm allergic to CBD now. Well, I'm I, not. And I enjoy yeah, it. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm no, a regular we, Joe Rogan with it. <laughs> we literally joke about the fact that yeah, no, God says you had too much fun in your 21 years, so uh, no more, no more weed for you. No more. Yeah. Kevin, save more money. I told my wife the other day, uh, probably listen to my father more. Mm, I remember hearing that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I listened to my dad though. It's my mom that I didn't listen to too much. They're both good sources yeah. of knowledge. Oh, for sure. I want to ask you one very important question. What's in the future for Kaylee? Um, the near future, the far future? What? Everything. Okay. <laughs> um, I know one of your big goals. Yeah. Tell the audience. My goal, like pipe dream, would be become Secretary of State. So mm-hmm. if you ever uh, see Kaylee Reynolds on a ticket for you. Anything. Can I be the Secretary of Defense? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Hell we'll be yeah. in World War Four in no time. What in the what's in the immediate future for you? <laughs> um, getting my bachelor's degree. Excellent. Good choice. As soon as possible, because I'm done with college. Six years is long enough, yeah. and I still have at least two more years left. That's okay. So <laughs> take the scenic route. You yeah. deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> I have one question. Is there a federation or an organization that you support or you're representative of? Yes. And what is that? The New Jersey, or the Brain Injury Alliance of New Jersey. Um, We have a walk every year um, that raises money specifically for the organization. It's a nonprofit, and they've helped me so much. And they help so many other people so much more. Um, but, yeah. I'm going to put a uh, link in the show notes for you guys for uh, if you want to donate some, some of your wallet cash, that kind of thing. Kaylee, from the year or so over that I've known you, I've seen you grow and jump from... And shrink from, a little bit, too. And shrink a lot of bit. A lot of bit. How many pounds? 32 pounds. 32 pounds. Three. 33. 33. Excuse yep. me. I'm sorry. sorry that's, that's my hearing. Yeah, I know. And she can jump a 24-inch box, which is pretty sizable for somebody who couldn't walk a couple of years back. Yeah. It is my pleasure to introduce the world to both Kaylee and Kevin. And this has been one of my favorite interviews ever. She's she's truly a wonderful, part, a wonderful person, and her father is right up there with her. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, fun. guys. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.